Welcome to this edition of In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. Fans of Patricia Cornwell, no doubt, have been anxiously awaiting today's release of her latest Kay Scarpetta novel, Chaos. It's been more than 25 years since Postmortem launched the character that has become part of the forensic literary landscape. I recently talked with Cornwell about her latest Scarpetta novel and what keeps her inspired after all of these years. It's a really good question, and my answer is a strange one. You might say I live, I occupy a parallel universe. I live my life as Patricia Cornwell, but that entails my also having a foot in the world that I write about. So the reason I've been able to keep the Scarpetta series alive and relevant for the better part of three decades now is I still occupy her world. I, I hang out with police and medical examiners, and I go to labs, and I deal with people who are on the cutting edge of technology, including companies that develop things for the military. Whatever it is, I'm trying to find out what's going on out there. And as people will see in chaos, the, the real character isn't even forensic so much anymore as it, as it is technology. Because Scarpetta can harness any technology that she wants if she needs to answer a legal question. And then that becomes a type of forensic technology. And in this new book, for example, when this, we, this woman mysteriously dies violently while riding her bicycle through John F. Kennedy Park in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and when Scarpetta gets there to the crime scene, um, to, to really cut to the chase, she ends up re recovering a residue from a burn on this body that requires literally space-age technology to figure out what it is and on, how on earth it got here and what it means. And it's not your typical crime lab questions that I come up with anymore because you can weaponize almost anything this day and age, and then you better figure out technologies that can help you undo that problem. So it, things change so fast I can barely even keep up with them. You, you mentioned the, the, the technology, the, the mysterious residue. You've always been on the, on the cutting edge. And in this one, there's you introduce 3D scanners. You talk about drones and some, some other technology that un unfolds as, as the story goes on. How challenging uh, is it to, to write storylines now that Scarpetta can whip out a tablet and scan a scene and come up with, with uh, facts that may have taken an intuitive jump in logic in a couple of days in a lab just a, a few years ago? Well, just remember this. It's like when you get on in a really fast car or a bullet train. The faster you can get somewhere, the faster you can also get off track. And so the advancing technologies that Scarpetta implements are, you know, they're a double-edged sword because on the one hand, as you said, you can find out um, information more quickly and transmit it more quickly and do all sorts of things more quickly, but that doesn't mean that the answer you're getting is the right one. You still have to add that human element to figure out, for example, in chaos, when she discovers that this person it almost looks like she's been struck by lightning when she gets to that part because she, at first we just don't know what it is, and that's not even quite right either. But point is, this with this residue, you know, if you're not thinking way outside the box and figuring out ways to, to answer questions that maybe have never been asked before in the normal crime lab, then you're, you're just going to be stymied. You're going to get nowhere. I don't want to give anything away, but I do want to touch on the on the main nemesis in chaos it's the characters maybe a bit twisted has a few socially redeeming qualities you should find out throughout the book how do you get inside of a of a character like this is it is it an organic process where the character kind of tells you where you're you're going or do you have some idea where you're headed 
at the beginning because the title of this book is is very apt, giving how the how the story unfolds. Well, the interesting thing about creating a very diabolical monster, and and if you're going to have a a great protagonist, if you're going to have a James Bond hero, whatever, well, you have to have an equal adversary. And I think a lot of the fans know, and it's okay to say that, you know, Carrie Gretton obviously has not gone anywhere. She's been a monster in this series going all the way back to the mid-'90s, was gone for a while. People, most people know that she's resurfaced, and she was not apprehended in the last book, Flesh and, and Depraved Heart, and, or before that in Flesh and Blood. So it's obvious that she's somewhere lurking in the shadows, and the question is, in the beginning of chaos, as chaos literally begins to unfold rapidly, is, is it Carrie Gretton who's behind this, or is it somebody else? We don't know. Um, but in order to develop someone like that, it's because I don't really want to occupy the, the mind of the bad guy, I'm in, the, in Scarpetta's mind, what I do is you, you take the evidence and the type of case and I work it backwards in terms of what would be the motivation for a certain bad person to do this, and I kind of develop that backstory literally backwards. I don't start with the bad guy and figure out what she would do or he would do as much as I look at the spoils of something and then start unraveling it in my mind and following it the same way Scarpetta does to figure out what happened, why, how, who's behind it, and, and how do we stop this from happening again? You have this, this great stable of, of characters that reoccur throughout out many, of, many of the novels and play significant roles with Scarpetta in the plots and, 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 and subplots like Lucy and Pete and Ben, you mentioned, mentioned Carrie. How do, you, how do you keep each of those characters relevant? Because it seems like they almost sometimes exist in... I don't know, kind of an ageless vacuum, yet time and technology definitely are, are moving forward and the world around them continues to evolve. How do you keep, keep these, these characters current? Well, as long as we all occupy, occupy the same world, we keep each other relevant. I keep them relevant <clears throat> by constantly having my finger on the pulse of what's going on out there in, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, science, medicine, uh, criminalistics, even in, in the government's. I mean, the enemies are different today than they were back in the 90s. Back in the 90s, I was more interested in your Ted Bundy-type serial killing crimes, and that was a lot of what you saw in those earlier Scarpetta books. Now we're in a very different post-9-11 era where we're dealing with cyber terrorism or we're dealing with, with warring countries and spying and all sorts, and, you know, uh, all sorts of things that, that we did not anticipate necessarily. And Scarpetta, as long as I is I keep her living in that same planet that I'm in, then she also requires, requires me to learn the tools that she would need to navigate and to work this landscape. So, so we, it's like a tennis match. She learns, I learn, I learn, she learns. And, and so do all the other characters, because we have to all be in it together, so to speak. A lot of the characters, including Scarpetta, have, have some... I don't know if you want to call them flaws, but they have their own quirks like, like we do as, 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 as humans. Is, is that intentional? Is that important that your characters have that real-life kind of quality to them? Well, look at it this way. Imagine my characters are all spacesuits, and what I'm saying to my readers is, you want to go on a ride? Here, you put on that one, you put on that one. You get to put on all of them, and why am I doing that? I want them to do, I want to give them the virtual experience of feeling what it's like to be these people doing these heroic and arduous things. And so if I, I try to make my characters as fully human as I can. Um, and for example, while Scarpetta may be this pristine professional 
who is like a Sherlock Holmes who's, who is some sort of criminalistic and medical genius type person. At the same time, when we have a scene towards the end of the book where the FBI has taken over everything, including taken over her, her crime labs and her morgue, well, now you see the Scarpetta who has flaws. Because you really think she's going to put up with that, and you watch what she does. You watch what she does, and it is not by the rules. And she probably get in trouble for it in, in the real world because that's a flaw. She's going to take matters into her own hands sometimes because she's that passionate. So, but that also makes her human. In, in chaos, there at, at toward the end, there are a couple of a uh, couple of interesting twists that that that, that come to light. That... Well, just don't give them away because no, there's no, a real no, no. cliffhanger that nobody knows. Uh, no, no, don't <laughs> want to do that. But I am saying, but I, it does lead to the next question. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask what what's next for Doctor Scarpetta. You know, I'm not real sure. <laughs> um, I'm playing around with some ideas because you're absolutely right. The way chaos ends, which I didn't even expect, it is without a doubt the the biggest cliffhanger, and I think shock. Um, of, of any book that I, I have written. I really do think that it's going to be such a huge surprise to people. But I will say this for the fans, it's not something that's going to terribly upset you, but it's going to be very, very startling. Um, so and it will send the series in a different direction, without a doubt. And that's, that is going to be fun. Um, I'm playing around with it. I've got some ideas for a really unusual and pretty awful weapon. Um, you know, this is the, my, my wheels are turning, and... Um, and I think it's going to be very exciting. But you know what people have to remember? I also have another book coming out the beginning of next year, which is the, 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 my new Jack the Ripper book, um, which has been in the making for a very long time. So that has been a big preoccupation of mine, too. That, that will be out in January. At, um, Amazon's publishing it. It's going to be really cool. That's author Patricia Cornwell. Her latest case, Garpetta novel, Chaos, is out today. You can also look for her upcoming book, Ripper, in January. It's a follow-up to Cornwell's Chasing the Ripper as she continues to build her case as to the identity of the infamous Jack the Ripper. For this edition of In the Author's Voice, I'm Jeff Williams.